Welcome to the Inspiring Educators Podcast, a space where you can let go, learn, laugh, and be inspired. Let's first begin with introductions of our inspiring educators. Inspiring educators, introduce yourselves. Hi, everybody. It's Lila, the educator motivator, coming to you from Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Lila Noor. That's at M S L A I L A N U R. Um, I'm currently in instructional, I'm transitioning into being an instructional coach um, at one of the first schools I've ever taught at. Um, I was a Math for America fellow, but since I'm not teaching anymore, that's no longer on my plate. But I am um, the CPM regional coordinator for LAUSD. Every time we start the show, we like to start off with what we're grateful for, just to create a space of positivity and encouragement. So this week, I am grateful for safe spaces. I've really been grateful to have these spaces where I can talk with people and feel really comfortable with sharing where I'm at and, you know, not be judged and have people also feel comfortable enough to share things with me and to to build that type of mental health and that capacity to to keep pushing forward in all aspects of life. So I've just been really grateful for realizing how many different safe spaces I have as well. Dope stuff, Lila. Uh, greetings, everyone. Coach Jay here, Jadrian Grimes. Follow me on Twitter at Jadrian Grimes, J-A-D-R-I-E-N-G-R-I-M-E-S. I'm the head of business operations at North Metro Academy of Performing Arts here in Metro Atlanta. Um, what I'm grateful for this week, um, it's, it's really simple to me, and that's just life and health. Um, this being as well as it is. Um, for some reason, um, a number of my friends and, and some family members have just been dealing with different health complications um, recently, um, and just different things that have been going on in their lives. And I seem to be doing just fine. So I'm just, I'm just grateful um, for that small thing. I don't know what the future holds, but I think sometimes we have to look at the small thing. Um, and I'm just appreciative for life and health just being as well as it is right now. This is Dr. Christopher J. Childs, the academic rock star, your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. You can reach me on social media at drkchilds, at drkchilds. I'm on all the platforms. And to one of our listeners who tried to find me on Black Planet, hey, did you find me? <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> somebody, somebody reached out to me on Black Planet. This week, I am grateful for opportunities and not opportunities for me opportunities for the people around me that I'm connected to in the past 30 to 45 days has been unreal. The number of people that I know that have gotten promotions within education, not even outside of education. They've gotten new jobs within education at a different level, like moving up within their careers. It's been unreal from people. I don't want to say what they've been getting, but They've been getting some really nice jobs within the field of education. So I'm just grateful for people having opportunities and going forth and pursuing their dreams and their goals and their initiatives. But it is literally, it's unreal the past 30, 45 days. And two of the co-hosts on this show have started new endeavors within education. So <laughs> this week, our hot topic, educator summer break tips. The students are now gone. And I know when the students leave the school building, it gets quiet. Everyone gets sad and like, I don't know what I'm going to do for the summer. But on this episode, let's talk about some summer break tips, summer break tips. What are some things teachers or educators should be doing during the summer? And actually, really teachers, because most educators, and I use the term educators loosely describe administrators, they're working. So for my ones that are nine month teachers, 
what are some things they should be doing during the summer during this so-called summer break? And I'll tell you why we call it so-called. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something to not do. Don't teach summer school. Um, <laughs> I'm absolutely not here for that. Um, it- Wait, time out. I used to teach summer school. Uh-uh. And, and, when, and when you spread that check, that nine-month check over 12 months, you know, you have a steady flow of income. But the summer school check was like a little bonus. So I, I love that. I call it bonus for summer school. But go ahead, Lila. I feel it, but I just can't. I mean, uh, just, just the concept. I, I When June hits, I feel like I need that mental release. And I think the way summer school is set up in a lot of places is which causes me the issue or, or, or makes me feel like, hey, don't teach summer school because it ends up being, I don't know, it's it's... I, I don't I don't agree with the structure. I don't agree with all that. But nevertheless, I would say potentially get into teaching enrichment programs, right? Or um very specific things, or you know, looking into how you're anything that you've set aside throughout the school year because you're too busy, you're too tired, all those things, you know, your creative space, your things that make you excited, the things that, you know, uh keep you going. Do those things during the summer to really keep you active and moving and keep your grain got your grain your brain moving and then growing well you know i am a huge advocate of traveling go somewhere um even if it's you know if it's a staycation you know if you're in a larger city um there are a lot of different things that a, a lot of our larger cities in the country has to offer even it's something just get away from your house and just get away and take a break but whether it's domestically or internationally I say go somewhere, plan somewhere, at least for a week during the summer. Um, you know, you have a couple of months. So why not go somewhere you've never experienced? If you like the beach, you know, find you a great beach to go to. Um, all-inclusive resorts, there are a lot of those out there everywhere. Um, or whatever you want to do, do that. And another part that I think that goes uh, missing sometimes is your professional development. I think the summertime is a great opportunity you to work on you um, professionally and personal development too as well Um, whether you're looking to get an extra credential or a license or something like that I think summertime is a good opportunity for you to do that if I'm if I'm not mistaken I think there are a lot of different districts that offer professional development opportunities during the summertime that you can take advantage of so I think it's a good opportunity I know sometimes you want to get, you know, far away from school and teaching and educating. Um, but I think that time that you spend um, developing yourself professionally during the summer, I think it'll be time well spent. Hey, I want to go back to something you mentioned. You said yep. travel and staycation. All, all of us on the show, we love to, we love to travel. So let's, everybody, let's say their best place they think teachers should travel to in the summer. And let's, we're not talking about cost-wise. Just what's the best place they should go and why? Like one or two places. Hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I've been to a whole lot of places, but um, I definitely did love Jamaica. Yeah, um, I love Jamaica when I... Yeah, I loved Jamaica when I went. It was definitely... Um, it was so much to do in the culture and the experience. It was just fun. That's definitely... Uh, a top one on my list. I did just go to DR, but will not be going back there. Dominican Republic. Um, so terrified <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Glad that I made it back. But uh, yeah, I'm going to say Jamaica. So Jay, what are you thinking? What's the two pla- one or two places teachers should travel during the summer? 
I hit the DR three times in one year a few years ago. So uh, DR is a is a good time um, if you want to go there. But I'd say go somewhere. Lila mentioned something. She said cultural, um, somewhere like Barbados um, or even Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puerto Rico is very inexpensive um, to go to. Old San Juan. Mm-hmm. Um, the downtown district is kind of like a Miami on steroids, if you will. Um, <laughs> very fun time. Um, looking at their culture, you know, go out and try to enjoy different cultures. If somewhere domestic, somewhere that I want to go, that I think is a really dope place. I think both of you all went to is is L.A. Like I hear a lot mm-hmm. of great things about Los Angeles and the L.A. area. So um, I really want to go. I know that's on my list. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. That was great. But few places I've been to I you know DR I said that um, Puerto Rico for sure um and Mexico is nice too as well mm-hmm. anywhere in Mexico is nice so my two places one is Vegas like there's always something to do in Vegas any time of the year 24 7 365 I can't go with Vegas <laughs> I love Vegas I literally <laughs> I'm thinking about going to Vegas literally in a couple of weeks. I love, I literally love Vegas. It's something about the city that never sleeps. I got another place where this place is going to shock everybody. But if you want to go somewhere that's relaxing, cool, fun, close to everything, everyone needs to visit Polk County, Florida. Ah. P O L K County, Florida. If you've never been to Polk County, Florida, you need to add that to your bucket list. Do a Google search. I guarantee you will enjoy it. You're close to everything, but Polk County, Florida is a place every teacher should visit and relax during the summer. Man, you know, I, you put me on the spot and I couldn't think. How could I forget my favorite place in the world? New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. Like, you have to go. I love that place so much from the depths of my soul. I would, that's that. Oh, whew. So if you if you go to New Orleans, you got to go to Cafe Du Monde. Yes. You have to go to Cafe Du Monde. Beignets. Beignets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All day. So as we're thinking about relaxing and vacations, Jadrin also mentioned PD, PD. I'm indifferent with PD, and I'll tell you why. I think teachers should do some professional development over the summer, but I think some people go overboard and do PD the entire summer and don't get a summer break. So I think you need to find a balance between the two, a little bit of PD. And I think it, what's a good percent, 80, 20 or 60, 40 relaxing versus PD, because at the end of the day, you should enjoy the break. Otherwise it's, you're working. If you do PD the entire summer, what are your thoughts, Lila PD the entire summer or take a break from it? Cause we know you don't want to do um, <laughs> summer school. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm going to do the Desmos fellowship. That's only about three days. Um, I'm doing a, a training for CPM in Detroit. That's four days. You know, so I've only got seven days off my list. And then I've been taking, as soon as school ended, I took some uh, some salary point classes. Um, they ended up being on things that I already knew about, but I did learn a couple extra things. But I took some lightweight salary point classes just to get some points, review some things that I generally do know about. But, you know, just to, yeah, a refresher for the most part and maybe pick up a couple extra things. But I'm I'm on, uh, yeah, definitely the 80-20 list, the Relax 80. Uh, maybe do a little work for 20. So for our teachers and listeners out there, comment and let us know, is it best to do PD at the beginning of the summer, the middle of the summer, or the end of the summer if you're going to do it? Beginning. 
But in the beginning, if you do in the beginning, Lila jumped out. If you do in the <laughs> beginning, what are you, are you gonna remember that stuff over the summer? Like, are you doing like you're tired, you're drained, and you do a PD? So you do doing the beginning to be done. So when is the best time to do PD? I want our listeners to chime in too. But you say the beginning, okay? Interesting. You know, we'll see what they say. We'll see what the people say. Yeah, very interested to hear that. I think the middle, but I'm very interested to hear what they listeners have to say. So the middle, if you're in the south, the middle is right in doing like end of June, early July. That's your time period. End of June, early July, around Fourth of July weekend. And I know up north, they get out, they're getting out of school towards the end of June. So it's a little different for them in what they consider, quote unquote, summers. They just got out. Yeah. A couple of things for recommendations for teachers to do in the summer. Give you five different things you can do aside from PD. Enjoy the outdoors. I think a lot of times when we teach, we forget. Unless you're a PE teacher, you're indoors all day long. So just enjoy being outside. I'm looking out the window now. It's bright and sunny. It's not raining. It's like literally a beautiful day. So just enjoy nature, become one with the universe. Another thing you do, exercise. Like, and not necessarily be a gym rat, but like literally just go out for a walk. If you want to go to the gym, go to the gym, but find different things you can do to exercise during the summer. And teachers we and educators, we all love free. There are free festivals throughout the summer, whether it's concert, whether it's it's for, it's, if it's around 4th of July, if you have fireworks display. So a lot of free things. I'm the king Google searcher of when I go to different cities, I type in the word free and the date <laughs> to see what are, what are free events going on. Also, volunteer during the summer. They give you an opportunity to just do something different outside the norm, find places to volunteer, something you're passionate about. But most importantly, you need to R-E-S-T, rest. That's the point of a summer break. R-E-S-T, rest. In a prior episode, I discussed, I personally hate summer, long summer breaks. I think school should be year-round. But since we're on this antiquated calendar and you do have a summer off, take some time to rest. So to my co-hosts, what are some of your closing thoughts on this summer break tips, summer break tips? Just enjoy it. You absolutely just need to enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. Even if there's times you feel like, oh, I'm doing this or I have to do that enjoy it all. I mean, this is, this is your space. This is your time. Um, and it flies by. So do what you got to do to center yourself and just have fun. I, I echo those same sentiments. I mean, it's a short time, um, but definitely enjoy it. I mean, it's our opportunity where we get to reset, um, recharge, even if you're in leadership, you know, take that time um, to, to go somewhere to do something that you want to do. And understand it's what you want to do and how you want to do it. I mean, it's your time. Make it useful for you. Um, but also keep at the front of your mind. Um, I, th- I do think I'm a huge advocate of PD um, during the summer because we all want to grow professionally, um, even if it's a little bit. You know, keep that at the forefront of your mind as opposed to having to start a brand new school year. Now you want to have a conversation about it. Have ideas about where you want to go, what you want to do, and how you want to do it. I think that's it just as important um, as the rest piece as well. And as Lila pointed out, it goes by fast. Like here where we're at now, the summer is literally halfway over. I'm, I am the person, I'm ag- agitating my teacher friends. Like, you know, it's almost over. You know, it's about time to go back to work. You getting ready to work again? <laughs> yes, I am that friend, but make sure you enjoy it. 
as we transition to my favorite part of the show, which is the inspirational moment, the inspirational moment is designed to inspire you to keep you going. I know we've been talking about relaxing, but this moment, depending upon where you're going in life, this can give you a little mm to keep it going. Today's inspirational moment has been by being brought to you by none other than Lila. I don't want you to end the summer saying it went too fast or it was too short. That's really the one that bothers me when we say, oh, it was too short. Every, every break that we get is too short. It's too short. Well, A, I think that you should not have any wasted time during your summer. And a lot of times we think that if we are doing literally nothing um, <laughs> or we, we spend a day not in, engaged in something productive, then it was wasted time. And I, for one, am starting to realize that that is not wasted time. That's time that you spent with yourself. That's time that you spent preparing your mental and, and, and taking the time that you need in order to center yourself. There's no wasted time um, when you make sure that those moments are meaningful, even if you are not literally on your feet running around doing things. So make sure that you don't feel like your summer is too short by saying that you did this or you did that or you wasted X number of days. I spent yesterday doing absolutely nothing. Absolutely. <laughs> At some point, I had to remind myself to eat and do some basic things because I was so deep into my couch. And that is perfectly fine. You take time for yourself. And then secondly, I feel like you should really take time to develop those things that you're passionate about um, and, and how you can take those and make them a part of your everyday educational career. When you take the things that you are just absolutely enthralled with that you love and you say, I'm going to not only build on that and make it better, but I'm also going to take that and, and figure out how I can and pull that into what I do every day to keep me going. Because I realized personally is that I stopped working on things that made me happy and I wasn't able to actually integrate them into what I was doing every day. Take those things that you love, take those things that make you happy and excited and you do something with that, you, you, you develop, okay, so that you can have this, this feeling of, of sustainability. Make your summer worth it. Make your summer feel like it was the best summer ever. Every summer should feel like the best summer ever. If you take some of the things that we're telling you and, and, and you run with it and you feel good about it, you should leave the summertime smiling and feeling happy and ready to go back with all the new amazing things that you've done and learned and how you can use them in your classroom. Dope. Good stuff, good stuff. Do something that excites you. Enjoy, relax, and listen to the words of Lila. Repeat that. I think some of you need to just take that snippet and just repeat it every morning just to give you inspiration as you go throughout your mornings. This has been the Inspiring Educators Podcast. As we always say, we O-U-T, we at. Peace. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> For real. I cannot stand it. You started that. Like, where did it come from? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>